Podcast episode 68. 68. 68. We're just cruising right along. Yeah. We're not, here. Not going to slow down. We're here with Joey and Mike. How are you guys doing? What's up, boys? Doing good, man. Are you guys ready for tonight? As ready as I ever Are you going to talk loud into the mic this time so we can hear you? Because everyone's like, man, I couldn't really hear that mic guy. I'm not used to getting talked to everybody, so. All right, so. Welcome to episode 68. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Another Jags Pod, Facebook and Instagram, Another Jags Podcast. Our Facebook hey, subscriptions have like shot up. They have shot up. So We've gotten, thanks, Facebook. We appreciate that. But don't forget YouTube because YouTube, yes. YouTube is probably, I would say, our second most, like, if, if we're going to interact with you guys, Twitter is obviously the first. You're yeah. going to get a response. But YouTube, if you do anything on YouTube, post, whatever, you're going to get a response as well. So those are the two top, I would say. Yeah, I agree. Well, it's kind of a dead season for the Jags, but we still have some stuff. Like we're going to be here and talk. We love talking about the Jags, so we're going to talk about them the off season, no matter what. They actually started uh, like mini camps, didn't yeah. they? OTAs, OTAs. So. Actually, it was yesterday. started yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday Today was a break, and then tomorrow they're back on. Yeah, yeah, they're back there. That's pretty cool. Uh, you see that uh, false pass to Conley? Yes. Yeah. I heard I heard everyone was that. freaking yeah. out because there was like an actual like uh, spiral. Spiral. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're we're live on YouTube. You can go back and you can watch this on. YouTube, or you can watch our recorded one on YouTube, whatever you want to do. I would rather you watch us because then you can see us in all of our glory. I prefer you listen to it so you can't see me at all, but you know, whatever. <laughs> okay. To each his own. So the first thing that I want to ask you guys is at camp and Gawkway was there. That was good news. I mean, it's good to see, but let's say like you're not a Jags fan. Let's say you for you're in Gawkway or in, in Gawkway's camp. Is it a good idea for him to play this year? play at all yeah to like not hold out i'm gonna let you guys answer that because i know i'm gonna have the opposite opinion of everybody on the planet so y'all answer that and i definitely have an opinion what do you think so if i play you mean just like at all play a levy on bell or what <laughs> yeah just hold out contract hold out i mean i don't think people hold out all the time i mean i guess i don't does it work out for them ever though i mean sometimes they get their contract they look they're wanting i mean is it is the risk too high for a player to play when he's worth so much. I think if you set the stage, he's in the perfect position to hold out. Would you is, disagree? Is it, yeah. I think he's in a good position to hold out. Um, I respect the fact that he's not, but I got to think like, like I'm glad he's not, but I, I think that he, I think if I were in Gawkway, I would at least hold out. I wouldn't go to camp. I, you know, <sighs> and I would just show up at the preseason because, because you know who he was working out with now. I don't know if y'all saw this. He's working out with LeBron, David Alexander yeah, and down in South Street. Florida. Okay, I, so I did not see that. Yeah, so, so he's that. working out. He's working out with uh, David Alexander. He's a South Florida trainer, and he trains LeBron, Dwayne Wade. He trains uh, actually AJ Boye, and he trains like all kind of guys uh, from the league and from the NBA. Joel Embiid. All these guys. He's probably the most popular trainer. Is this like tied into like IMG Academy at all? Or? No, no, he's down in like actual like South Florida. Okay. Right. Yeah, no, but he's a good trainer, and, and and he was posting videos of Ngakwe like getting after it, and we all know Ngakwe gets after it. Like we see those videos over and over again. But uh, he's training with a really good trainer. Oh, I say all this to say like I feel like if I'm Ngakwe, I don't show up to OTAs. I just I mean because he knows what he's worth, and if he's planning on playing, at least come to the preseason or just go to where you know you know I don't know, but. I feel like the guy's risking a lot because injuries are so prevalent in the NFL nowadays. It's just... You don't think taking that time off? If 
affects him more? I know he's still going to be training. But yeah, no, I don't think so. But, I mean, I understand the argument. Des Bryant, he, he takes some time off, took some time off, comes back in, what, like the first week, blows his Achilles out. Yeah, so it was like first time, like later in his career. Yeah. I mean, I mean I was in his prime. And yeah. I have to agree that it's scary that he's out there doing things that he could roll an ankle or like blow something out, like just unintentionally in some random thing. But I'm not worried about that guy not being ready for to play because he always has been. He's earned that spot. And dude, the guy's an adult. He's a pro. The fact that he stepped in, he's showed up and his response to everything was fantastic. He said, hey, listen, I'm a football player. I'm here to play football. All that stuff is my agent's job. I'll let my agent do his job. But basically, I've shown that I need to get paid. I mean, he kind of said it, like, perfectly. And he showed up. If he hadn't showed up, that shows, like, you're not a team guy. He showed up because he wants to be a captain. Make that guy a captain. I respect the, the crap out of him. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's, that's, a, that's a grown man move. It is a grown man It really man is. Move. And I respect it. And, and I it like is risky. It, it is wrong. risky. It yeah. is risky. I wish he would sit out, honestly. That's kind of what, I, that's yeah. kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. Because I just have flashbacks of Dante Fowler and all these yeah. guys. And it's just like, man. With like, our look, yeah, God knows. So, like, I respect the crap out of you and Gawkway, though, I, I got to say. the side question on that would be, is there any doubt that he is signed before preseason? It behooves the team to wait and see a couple games to see which Ngakwe they're getting. 2018 Ngakwe? If he explodes, he's just going to drive the cost up more. I mean, you know what you're getting. He's already a max player. Yeah. I mean... He can't go any higher, in my opinion. I mean, at that point, though... Guaranteed money can. Yeah. At that point, they don't sign him and they franchise him, and then you got a disgruntled player that did everything right for the team. No, you can't... You make make that guy a defensive captain, you pay him. Yeah. I have no doubt that's going to happen. Yeah. If it doesn't, then the Jags have their head up there, you know, proverbial places. Yeah. It's Toss just. Unless it's pass rush, though. I couldn't, hopefully, not yeah. see him letting him go yet. Just a lot of things to, to consider. I think they will sign him to a max deal, and then I, I really am proud of Ngakwe for what he's doing. He's a beast. Let me, let me ask you about this. There was an NBC sports article that came out written by Dalton Jones. I'm sorry, Dalton Johnson. Oh, the Dalton Johnson. The Dalton Johnson. Never, I've never heard of him, but it's for, he's for NBC Sports, and it was on Yahoo Sports. And he says Raiders questioned if Josh Allen, quote, had enough dog in him, and that's why they didn't draft him. Really? So your thoughts on that? I saw that. Pretty stupid, but I mean. I mean, you're, you're, from the get-go, you were all in on him, Mike. Well, I so. like him, but I mean, I don't. Is that knows not, what he showed in interviews. I mean, a lot of things can happen. But dog in him is not interviews. Dog in him is like yeah. looking at tape, right? Yeah, I mean, he may just not, he may not like to enjoy like ripping people's heads off. And like Clellan Farrell was like, I like to rip people's heads off. And then that's probably what John Gruden likes. I don't know. I don't yeah, trust the Raiders under yeah. any. That's John Gruden. Yeah, that's a different. It's not the typical Raiders, though. It's, but they're still making typical Raiders decisions. I mean, yeah, but I mean, there's nothing about that guy's tape, his body, his size, his attitude, anything he's shown that doesn't show that he is not just. The ultimate football player. Yeah, 17 sacks in the SEC. I don't necessarily agree with that. And on, on, a, on a team that has to play, like, it's not a great SEC team. Yeah, 10 wins. Yeah. yeah. For Kentucky is insane. I mean, this is the, the, he and he calls that. Watch Kentucky next year. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I think that's absolutely just fake news. That's whatever. Good if job, I, Raiders. You're going to suck again. You moved to Vegas and whatever. Should I hold? Should I have this Red Bull turned out and then we try to get a Red Bull sponsorship? Yeah. <laughs> I think we might I mean, they sponsor get, everything. They're going for the, they uh, do. the Nas energy drink. No, okay. we're going like we can go on Red Bull TV. I like Nas. Nas is actually my favorite, so oh, wow. I have to agree with that. We, we got to go to the mango. We have a buddy who like loves Nas energy drinks. He's the best. There's something I mean, it's like 800. If you like drinking uh, like gasoline, yeah. then yeah, they're delicious. 
All right, so there's some people out there that the Jags could get. Okay, and we had, and, we, and actually I asked a Twitter question on our Twitter, and we got a lot of response, uh, so we appreciate it um, from you guys. But basically I asked, and I'm going to ask you guys, who would you rather have on a one-year deal? Gerald McCoy, Tyreek Hill, Kyle Rudolph, or Eric Berry? Interesting question. Pretty easy one, I feel like. But So what do you say? I, I mean, Hill, Hill without the... Whoa! No, you can't. You can't sell that though. No, it's as li- it, it's as it is like, right yeah. now. I would still you still take the chance on him. Are you kidding me? On who? Tyreek Hill? Yeah, for sure. You bring that mess into our team? I mean, why not? I, it, I think I it sucks. It's a shitty situation. People people don't like. Seventy uh, percent of the fans would absolutely lose their mind if we signed Tyreek Hill. He's obviously the best player. Yeah, no. Yeah. Just looking on forums, the way people are like talking about him, like, yeah. there's no way they could do that. There's no way. I that, mean, a lot of that would be a PR. That his pretty crazy. He was threatening him and stuff sure. like that. I, mean, so I don't know the entire situation, but dude, what he did at Oklahoma State was pretty messed up. There was a little kid with all kinds of messed up stuff, dude. Yeah, but I mean, that his mom. No, but he did plenty of it. I don't know the entire situation. <sighs> I think. I mean, G.D. Westbrook did the same stuff, I'm pretty sure, at like Oklahoma. Six years ago, it was like not near as bad, <laughs> and it's never happened Same, again. I mean, are we going to every single player that's ever that happens to? Our gonna... ticket sales would drop by 50% if we signed Tyreek Hill. If we're winning, they're coming right back. No, not, not that's I a good disagree, point. man. I don't know. Dude, I, 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 look, I mean, honestly, I didn't even think about that because I was like, but now that I'm kind of thinking about it, yeah. like, I'm not trying to seem like a, like a crap ball, yeah. but like, dang, dude, having Tyreek Hill here, we just blow this offense up. Yeah. I, I would not be a Jax fan anymore. You wouldn't? Do you, 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 you hardline it like that? You guys that? literally need to go back and like do your research on the actual facts of that incident. I guess I don't know. He but lost yeah, custody of his... Yeah, okay, yeah. so let's say he did nothing wrong whatsoever. Let's say the whole thing right. was his, his girlfriend, who obviously is cray-cray as heck. Yeah. That's a fact. So the kid's arm wasn't broken because of him, all that. He lost custody of his kid solely because he wouldn't not let her be around his kid. Hmm. That's a horrible decision as an adult mm-hmm. and a father, period. Yeah, that's, that's enough that's... for me to, like, dude, I don't want that guy on my team. I don't want that guy anywhere near Jacksonville. Mm. So, Tyreek Hill, out. Okay. I, I respect that. I, I, for me, I think it's Kyle Rudolph. I Absolutely. Mean, I think Kyle Rudolph on this offense would just be exactly what Foles needs. And I get Rudolph didn't have a crazy productive year last year, but he also didn't have Nick Foles, who loves tight ends. And I think that if he gets into this offense... He's like exactly what we need. We could, tr- I mean, would you guys be okay giving up a third rounder for a one year of Kyle Rudolph? Absolutely. Like, I would. Okay, so this question is from Jet. So about 69th, like last year's pick around that area? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay, so Jet Life, I would take that. Perk 76, and he's at Perk Andretti 76. He wants to know what's the percentage the Jags land Rudolph? This, this is a new one, right? This is a new guy. So yeah, it seems, I think so. Yeah, we've never seen it before. Yeah. Zero percent? Yeah, zero percent chance. Because really? he wants a new contract. I mean, do we give him a contract? Another rental, kind of like the Carlos Hyde situation. Is it up to him completely? He's a complete free agent? I mean, this he's will be, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's done. I don't know. I mean, I, I would be happy if we could get him. Not so much maybe for his, I mean, he's going to be solid. He's not going to be a flasher. But we do have a tight end that's raw as heck that has the potential to be a flasher. So bring that guy in. Let our rookie tight end learn under him for a year that'd be ideal but yeah he'd be our offense would be really good with yeah him here. absolutely be, that, that would be huge that would be the my favorite pick out of those guys but if it can't happen because he's demanding you know four years and like like actual well if they trade him he doesn't really have a i mean we could just i mean would you be fine with him not being resigned 
Would you be fine for renting him for a year? Like you said, Absolutely. Carlos Hyde for be, a third round pick. It's pretty high. Yeah. I'd be perfectly fine with that because of the fact that we got a tight end that I think could be that guy. But he's not going to be this year. He's going to struggle. He's going to do stuff. He's going to make mistakes. He's going to flash. But he needs somebody like that to come in and show him the ropes. Yeah, I agree. He's good, though. Uh, last year, he had like 64 receptions, 640 yards, four touchdowns. I'd take that. Uh, That's yeah, the be- our, our best tight end production in like, what, six, seven years, right? Ten years, at least. Ten years, yeah. yeah. Probably. All right, well, let me just jump to our last thing before the Twitter questions. Um, we're going to get to your Twitter questions here in a second. The Jags worked out Mike Gillisley. Does it do anything for you? Sorry, I didn't laugh into the mic because I was looking at my phone. But um, first of all, when that name was thrown around, I like immediately thought, wow, must be a middle linebacker for somewhere I've never heard of. What? You don't know who Mike Gillisley is? How do you know who Mike Gillisley is? Because he played in Florida. He was like one of the best running backs. He sucked at Florida too. He did. He was was pretty good. I've had since Theatric Faison, actually. And Theatric Faison was not fantastic either. Good college player. All SEC. He was a great Fletcher player, but he was good in college. He he got drafted pretty high by the Vikings. Point being is, I haven't heard of the guy in so long that I forgot about him. You hadn't heard about Taven Bryan either, so. And he has not done anything. (laughs) So prove your point, please. I mean, (laughs) you're in a Gator shirt. I love the Gators, but they don't. He was a pretty good college player. Yeah, he was good. He was better in the pros, though. He was in college. I'll give. Nah, I don't know. No one projected him to, to honestly. No one projected him to kind of stick around like this. How many yards do you think he has in his career? In, in college? No, no. How many yards oh. in the NFL do you think he has? Are we talking about Gillison? Yeah, I got right here. Eight hundred? No, I'll answer it for you. He's got twelve hundred eighty-one yards. Ooh, in his career. Okay, in his yeah. career, his total yards are just rushing. That's to, that's rushing yards, and he's got another hundred and three receiving. So, what, 14-something? Dude, I mean, he had two decent years, both at Buffalo, He's which is pretty, you know, And Bill awesome. Belichick signed him, so that means something. I, I, I like mean, Gillisley. Like, I take out my Florida fandom, and I like Gillisley. But as he's a another guy that's not, a, like, a power runner. I mean... He's a power runner. It's 5'11", 210. Yeah, but he, he, he runs with some power. Okay, well, yeah. you know, last year with the Saints, he put up, you know, average four yards, got 18 attempts... Is that good? Though he's in the Yeah, more. you're right. I just think he's better than like I would. Rather, I would rather have him than um, my boy Blue than than Rawls, Thomas Rawls. Okay, so you're thinking him as our third back? I mean, we'll see. They haven't signed him yet. They just worked him out, and they still haven't signed him, so it's not a good sign. But I think it'd be cool. I don't know, I think he's undersized. Special I mean, teams. I think he's a good. Yeah, player. Especially we need a power running back. We got Alfred Blue. Yeah, basically T.J. Yeldon 2.0. No, no. Yeah, he's just like T.J. Yeldon. Runs with more power. I don't think they run the same. Yeldon's I think, a better receiver. Too. I think they're legit like the exact same back. Well, but that's my opinion, All right. which is right because it's mine. All right, this question is from Pete, and he's at Coach L Tweets, and he says, who do you think is more likely to have a breakout year among the wide receivers, Chris Conley or DJ Chark? Ooh, good question. That's a fantastic question. Pete, my, well, my boy Pete. Conley knows how to removed th- from the Achilles injury. That's questions. So. I've seen Chris Conley like a lot around town. Like that boy likes to go out. Like uh, he, I saw him at sunrise. Which in turn means you like? No, 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 not out. Like out. I'm talking like I saw him. <laughs> I saw him at sunrise. He was getting a custom surfboard nice. made, which um, means he's living at the beach. Which oh yeah, oh, dancing in the streets. He was walking around dancing nice. in the streets. Um, we saw Rasheen Mathis the other day. We did. Yeah. So we've seen all kind of Jags. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Whoopsie, and a couple more. Nick Foles in a few weeks at that uh, conference. Yeah, yeah. We're going to a sweet conference where Nick Foles is going to be there. We're going to get to meet Nick Foles. Yeah. Pretty pumped about that. So, who's uh, more likely? Who do you think? Uh, Conley or Chark? Give us an answer. Chark really does have the athletic profile to be really good. 
but I've just heard LSU fans say he doesn't have it. But Conley, he played with Patrick Mahomes last year, and, I mean, he played all right. Five touchdowns, 500 yards. Hopefully it's Chark. I think that's it. I mean, if he steps up to, like, a DJ, like a, a Cole, like a Keelan Cole level, I think that would be huge for us. Like, Keelan Cole's rookie year, I think that would be big. I think Shark has the intangibles, like everything you look for in a wide receiver. So he has the ability to be better. But after last season and the drops that he had, I mean, I think Conley has more like experience. He's played in a high-powered offense. I think Conley's going to do better than him, man, unfortunately, which is sad to say because Shark needs to be better than him. Yeah, I agree. I think Shark is going to be the guy that does it. I think I'm looking for him to have a good year this year. I think, I think they both can have good years, though. I'm not That's so true. sold on Conley. One or the other. I, just, I mean, Conley's I've seen... Freak but I've seen sure. him in an offense with Mahomes he was and Tyreek Hill. Really married, and it's yeah, like, there's so many options there. We yeah, don't have but options. still, like, like, all it takes is Foles. He's new. All it takes is him with connecting with one or two receivers, yeah. and those are going to be the guys. doesn't matter what you did last year. If he connects with you he, and trusts you, that's going to be his guys. Foles loves throwing it up to those big receivers. Yeah. Yeah. Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah. That's kind of what's exciting about this year is, like, we don't know how the offense is going to be run. Yeah. We don't know who Foles... Who's his guy is going to be? Someone has to get the, the catches. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you think DD, but what if DD is not his guy? You know, I mean, who knows? More attention to DD. Yeah. Do you know what I was looking at the other day? I was looking at the um, quarterbacks that that were free agents signed to multi year deals. Okay. Okay. Um, so there's been only three in history, or no, I'm sorry, there's only three since 2011. That have gotten more than three year deal, or no, I'm sorry, more than a four year deal. It's what Keenum? No. Kirk Cousins. Pay, uh, the Peyton only Manning. quarterbacks were in 2012. Peyton Manning got a five year, ninety six million dollar deal. Oh. 2016, Brock Osweiler got a four year. You know what's kind of scary is Osweiler and Foles are like the same height no, and not. weight, but they're not the same. They're quarterback. The same listen, they're the same height and weight. <laughs> yes. Er- Osweiler went to Arizona State. Where did Foles go? Arizona. Arizona. Transfer from Michigan State, though. <laughs> and uh, they're both they both are the, they're the last two quarterbacks to get four year deals. They both got kind of similar money. Osweiler's my hero. Osweiler <laughs> <laughs> was like my was not has really like good. no like no. legit NFL like ability whatsoever to parlay that into the money he that he made. Really, really fun. Oh yeah, it's, it's pretty typical like size, strength, yeah. and like arm, but he can't play the game. But he got paid. Good for you, Osweiler. We'll see. I just thought that was interesting to see that they, was dude, on there. You can't say that he that Osweiler is Foles, man. I mean, Osweiler is so. Super Bowl MVP. No, I mean, yeah, I know. I know. I know. Okay, so this next question is from... Hmm, which one do I want to go with here? There's some pretty good ones. Okay, we're going to save those two good for the end. Okay, so this one's from Darren Frazier. He's at TD Frazier. He says, what is one of your bold predictions for this year? Not necessarily wins and losses. I'm going to throw out some positive vibes on this one. Thank you. I appreciate that. Because we need it. I'm going to throw out that Nick Foles, his presence, and the fact that he is being a leader, he's showing up at people's houses, Leonard Fournette is going to go for 1,210 touchdowns this Ooh, year. I like that. I like that, too. Oh, you had... Uh, Foles makes the Pro Bowl. I like that. That's... That's that's bold. Yeah. But I like it. Yeah. I like as a, that. As a vote in, not an alternate. As a vote in. Yeah. Wow. Got the Philly vote for him. That's what the Jag. We'll see. 
I can see it. That's, That's pretty true. stout. That's a good point. Everyone in Philly loves him. Loves him. I don't know how bold this is. You're gonna be on the fence with your bolds always. No I think. Doubt. I think. Let Justin give you three bold predictions. <laughs> give you three quick bold predictions. <laughs> no, actually, I think the Jags win the AFC South. Is that bold? Not wild card. Straight up win it. Straight up win the AFC South. That's bold as heck. Is that bold? Okay, good. Yeah, just want to make sure because I, that's how I feel. I mean, they're like third or fourth on most power rankings right now on the AFC South. The Colts, yeah, Colts are. Colts and Houston are definitely no. Oh no! Like oh yeah, I know. I'm well aware. Yeah. All right. So it is bold. That's very bold. But do you really? Exp- I mean, the Colts. I mean, do they scare you? Do the Texans Andrew scare you? A good coach. A good coach. The Colts Dang, scare dude. me. I he's yeah. coaching. The Colts scare me. Houston does not whatsoever. <laughs> but Tennessee always beats us, so they scare me until yeah. we beat them. So I mean, it's yeah. I like that. It's a good one. All right. Well, we have some really good Twitter questions coming up, but before we get to those. We have to take a break because now that we work for big cat country, yeah. we have now to, that we are big now that we're big cats. Yes. Then he's five eleven. That's true. And I look like a giant. I'm sure because we have to, we have to put in little breaks uh, for commercials, which works out very well. For yeah. You. I mean, we love our big cat country yeah. people. Um, big cat country is awesome. Yeah. They've been um, nice to us. They have. And uh, we're the only ones that are recording podcasts. So we're getting a lot of publicity right now. Yeah. But I guess that's what you get when you grind, right? Everybody should check out their forum. Yeah. We love Big Cat Country. And um, we love that no one else is doing podcasts. So everyone on their site is coming to us. So thank, thank you. you. And, and, and we use this point. If you are from Big Cat Country, like, give us your questions and comments. Like, yeah. we, we are a, a fan show. So you may think, like, oh, their opinions suck. They might. But most of the show is actually us, like, t- reading your opinions. Yeah. So tell us what you think. We'll, we will talk about that stuff, and we will give your opinions. And I don't know another anything out there that if you ask a question, it will be answered. Yeah. We'll answer Actually, it. Jacob didn't get his answer. Well, you can tell Jacob that week. we're sorry. Right. Every once in a while, one slips through the cracks. And, and we hear about it, though. We yeah. hear about it. So we're, we're pretty good. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to leave the YouTube live on, and then we're gonna, just going to mute the audio, and we'll be back in, like, five minutes. Fair enough. Sound good? All right, it was another Jags podcast. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to another Jags podcast, episode 68. Off season, but not for us. <laughs> There's never an off There's season. There's never an off season. It's like the NFL at this point. I mean, it's uh, year round. It's, it's what we do. We yeah. record every week. So uh, if you haven't followed us yet on Twitter, we're at another Jags pod, Facebook, Instagram, another Jags podcast. Uh, YouTube, we're live. We have a recorded show on YouTube, we have our live show on YouTube. So there's a lot of different ways that you can. It's almost impossible not to find us. Yeah, it really is. If you type in another Jags podcast on Google, we're like, if you type in Jags podcast, we're like the first one to come up. Pops up. Bam. Enough about us, though. Let's get to you guys because y'all are the fans. We want to get to more of your questions. And this next question comes from Jason Rat, and he's at Rat HCP. And he wants to know who would be the first Jaguar you draft in fantasy football? Hmm, man, I mean, that's like, there's so many layers of that question. Like, what pick do I have? It, would you take one in the first round? Fournette is a definite possibility if I'm late in the first round. You take him as the first Jaguar you take, though. Yeah, he is. Sure. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if, if it's second or third round and, like, running backs have they, they took a run on him, I might take Foles, dude. Maybe. Not that early. I don't no. think you take anybody Still but... probably taking... Okay, yeah, yeah. Fournette's going to be the first Okay, check. let's rephrase that. Yeah. Do you take anybody but Foles and... No, the, the better question, I think, is this. Okay. 
who goes first, Didi or Foles? Hmm. Mm. It all depends on the draft you're in, how many people. I mean, I would have no like problem. Your standard fantasy draft. Who goes first? Didi, because he's our number one. I have no problem taking Didi as a second. I think Didi goes first. Receiver. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely. Um, I'm actually, but that's because of Foles. Yeah, but you don't get the numbers as a quarterback that you do as a wide receiver. I know, but... but you get points per reception. You also wouldn't you get take every... Didi as a first or second wide receiver any no. other year. But until... Foles may be a mid-tier quarterback, and Didi's sure. probably a mid-tier receiver, and receivers go before quarterbacks. Yeah. That's, that's my only line of thinking. I haven't won fantasy football in like seven years, so it takes that for me. Yeah, I can believe that. Yeah. I really can. All right, so this <laughs> next question. <laughs> this next question is from... <laughs> Noah Bennett, and he's at the Noah Bennett. And he says, ask Joey why he doesn't park in his driveway. Is this for convenience or to flex? Well, Noah, I'm glad you asked that question. <laughs> it's a great question because, I mean, I am known for that. Like, everybody knows where we live because of the truck with the airborne sticker on the back. It's actually uh, it's, it's a combination of both. It's actually convenience because it's hard as heck to get anything out of our driveway due to the fence. But also, I mean, it is a classic truck. I mean, it has met the classic truck yeah. guidelines at this point. 25 years? Uh, actually, classic is... 30 years? No, no. It's classic. There's two different, like, it's a 2001. So it meets whatever that classification mm. is. I can't remember which one is which. But, dude, it leaks oil like a like a beast. Yeah. All that horsepower, man. It pushes yeah. it all out. So <laughs> uh, I'm actually not allowed to park that in the driveway, though. So <laughs> thank, you for the, thank you for the question. <laughs> okay. This next question is from Patrick Jackson. He's at Radius underscore Johansson. And he wants to know, after upsetting Joey by bringing down the show with last week's question, which he did, because it was like, what was your worst Jaguar memory? And we yeah, all just so kinda, depressing. We man. all went into depression. And he says he's going to make things right this week by asking you, what's the, what Jags thing has made you the happiest? And I did see this beforehand, and this is a great question, because I've got a 13-year-old kid, Avon, that you know I've been like grooming to be a Jaguar fan since he was like six or seven years old. And multiple games in the past like 10 years, we've gone to, we've gone to, we've gone to, and it's like halftime, third quarter, he's like, dude, can we go do something else? The best thing about last year was the Seattle game. Took him to that game, and it was like a playoff game, dude. It, it was the most amazing thing ever. We, we won. The, it was electric. And, like, literally, he turned to me in the fourth quarter and was like, Dad, I see why you like football at this point. And that, if you're a dad, if you have any a son, that, that was absolutely amazing. So mm. that was it. Good one. Good answer uh, for me. <laughs> uh, Either watching the team run onto the field against the Bills for the first time playoff game in a while, but best answer probably the Steelers divisional game. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Hard to knock that, man. Yeah. You know, it's that whole day was fun. Like, we didn't talk at all before this. Like, I sent you all the questions. Yeah, but like, we didn't no talk. discussion whatsoever. And legit, I've been a Jag fan my whole life. And my favorite memory is at that Seahawks game. That was one of my favorite games. It was. I mean, it was such an amazing game, man. No one expected us to win. We won in, like, the best way. It was just like... Dude, and it, honestly, the stadium was... Like, the hair in the back of my neck was standing up yeah. the entire time. Yeah. And what it reminded me of was the playoff game against the Dolphins where we put Marino in retirement. Uh, yeah. And I was there with my dad at that mm. one. And that was that's like... Cool. It was like it, those two things tied together. And that's what it's all about, man. Yeah. I mean, true. that's why people love sports so much. Yep. I mean, it's... It's just awesome when it's awesome. I agree. Bonus huh? one for uh, 
the Hail Mary versus the Texans. Oh, that was good too. I was I was there live for that. I, we're, I think we were there. We're, no, not, I wasn't. I was watching. I was there live for that. Watching with a few buddies. Oh man, that was a good game. Yeah. I could throw in like the Jets game last year where we actually beat them when they beat us. At home no, that Hail Mary before. game was sick. Yeah, yeah I agree. That was sick. Enough, but I mean, especially versus the Texans. moments. Who was that? Gerard. Yeah. yeah. And then Gerard did Mike Thomas. Uh, yeah. Mike. Yeah. No, it was Mike Thomas. Yeah. And then. The field goal versus the Colts. The long one was like 59. Yeah, with that um, Scobie yeah, hit. Scobie yeah. Game. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. Well, this next question is from Jags Genius. This is my favorite question. And he's at Jags Genius. Or no, Genius Jags. And he says, we've all heard the devastating news last week that James has stepped away from the show for a bit. Hmm. But just wondering when the James tribute episode will be released. It's funny because James actually texts me after the episode last week and said like how was the 45 minute tribute to me mm. so I mean, you think this is maybe a, a I think it might be a James a like, burner account? like a burner account because here's what makes me think that it says also Joey sucks ooh James man so that's 100% James right <laughs> that's gotta be that hurts bro yeah this is definitely his burner. I'm glad I called it out. Yeah. Well, how does it feel that the quietest kid on earth took your job? So, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so. If we could only get you to speak into the mic. If yeah. we could only get you to. If James actually heard so that. So, what's the handle on the, the so called. Genius Jags. Ah, yeah. Man, genius. Yeah. I, I can see that as well. Yeah, man. That's how we do it, man. Just burner accounts for days around here. If you're not James, Genius Jags, like, prove, like say something that proves you're not James. Nah, I mean, just do the spoon test. It just pull, pull up a spoon. <laughs> it definitely. Definitely is. All right. So um, I want to get you guys' opinion about something. They came out with the Vegas odds on our win-loss for each game this year. And honestly, it's kind of impressive for us. Was it two games we were favored at? No. Maybe. We're favored at Indianapolis by almost two, over two touchdowns. Are you sure? Are yeah, we're at minus six wrong? and a half at Indy. So that means like, they, they, we think they think that we're gonna cover by seven points. Well, if you look at the numbers last year, six of our games that we lost, we lost by less than a field goal. Yeah. Four of those six, I'm sorry, less than a touchdown. Four of those six, we lost by less than a field goal. If you don't think bringing Foles in can help you at least get more than a field goal or a touchdown, I mean that's four to six games easily. Yeah, and I think he's he's at least good for that, whether he's going to take us to Super Bowl or not. So, all right, so I want to play a quick game with you guys. Ooh, I don't like Andrew. I'm going to say the team, and you're going to tell me if we're favored and by how much. Wow. Okay. okay. All right. So week one, Kansas City at home. No, Kansas not favored. How, by how many points? Three. Uh, five. Four. Okay. Split the difference. In between. Okay, at Houston. Houston. How many points? Two. Three. Three and a half. Right. Tennessee. That's first. home, right? The first one? We're home, yes. I think we're favored. What do you think? Push, I don't remember. How many points do you think? Three. Three. Spot on. Spot on. Which at, is nonsense because we're not going to beat them, ah, but whatever. At Denver. Favored. Denver. Denver. Three points. Mm. Carolina. Carolina. At, at Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, Carolina. How many points? Four. Three. Three and a half. That's for the difference. New Orleans at home. New Orleans. New Orleans. How many points? Three. Six. Four. Mm. At Cincinnati. Favored. Favored. Points? Four. Three. To pick them, actually. Mm. To pick them yeah. at this point. All right. New York at home. Favored. Favored. How many? Six. 
Five. Four. Four, wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, Houston in London. Favored. Push. It's a pick them. Pick Good em. call. Yeah. yeah. At Indy. Definitely not favored. Can you say this one? Yeah, I was, but we're not favored. I said we were, but so we're not. They're favored by six. They're favored by oh, six yeah. and a half. I figured you read yeah. that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> okay, at Tennessee. Not favored. Tennessee three. Three. Okay. Yeah. Are you looking at it? Yep. Tampa Bay at home. Favored. Favored. How much? Six. Five. Four and a half. Four and a half. Okay. L.A. Which one? Home or away? It's the Chargers. Chargers. Home. Chargers home. Not favored. Overtime win again. Three. Favorite, not favored by two. One. Prediction. Bah. All right, there's only two left. At Oakland. Definitely favored. Favored. Pick them. Really? That's Ooh. embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> and last one, week 16, at Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, definitely Atlanta. How many? Four. Yeah, four. Five. Come on, you couldn't just one up on that? I mean, it's all the same uh, yeah. at that point, man. I mean, so, all in all, Vegas has us favored in one, two, three... And then we're in three pickums, but none of those games are less or more than seven points. No, none of them. Yeah, there's only one six and a half indies. So it's the a biggest touchdown, touchdown five game Atlanta. every single game we play at this point. I mean, I don't know, man. Nick Foles is clutch, so I'll take that. That's true. That's a good point. I mean, he's, he has. I mean, I don't think we've like really. Well, he's Brock Osweiler. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're really like, I mean, if you're looking in the media at what he's done at this point, he's done nothing but come in and take over the leadership role, which, yeah. I mean, you can say where we went about Bortles. I was a big Bortles fan, but he was never that guy. Like he didn't have the clout to be that guy. Like he was the guy that like, I'll work my butt off. I'll show up and do whatever anybody tells me to. And I'll take like the bullet for the team. But he was never that guy that was like, I'm the leader and I'm going to show you that I'm the leader. Foles has shown up and he's like showing up at people's houses. Like he's kind of awesome. like, Hey, here's the playbook. Let's go over it. I don't care what you're doing right now. Stop playing PlayStation. Like, he, and he can do that because he's a Super Bowl MVP. Like, well, that's the Nick difference. Nick Foles showed up at Fournette's house. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. He showed up with the playbook and said, hey, dude, we're going through the playbook. That's awesome. That's awesome. Like, right now. That's awesome. Well, Superhood1800 on YouTube says, Duval can't wait till the season starts. I think Foles will be great. I can't wait for the season. I mean, he, he can't be worse. I think, but he says he thinks he'll be great. Think I think be, he will be too. I think he'll be too. I don't want to wish my summer away, but yeah, I'm really looking forward. I to am it. super pumped about he's, going to games. He's a leader. He throws a spiral, and he's got a good resume in the past couple of years. Yeah. So, I mean, dude, smart, accurate. Yes, yeah, I mean, yeah. a good guy. I'm like, I mean, he's. He, I went from like being like that was not a good pick or not a good signing to like now I'm like. Excited. I mean, otherwise yeah, we read subreddit hated it. They hate, hate, hate. It was, it. It was a lot they of did. money. Eighty-eight uh, million is a lot of money. Uh, it's a free, lot of money. It's a but dude, million relatively, we talked about though. That's the biggest it was free agent signing ever. Yeah, multi year. But relatively speaking, not a lot for a franchise quarterback if that's what he's going to be, or even a what not even a franchise. Like twenty two million per year is what it was. Well, if it's four yeah. years, eighty eight million. And it's cap friendly this year, and it's cap friendly on the back end, like everything else is. So. And we're stuck in for a minute though. We yeah. are. I mean, I, but I think he'll be good. Like he's he's. Sold I do. Me. I think he'll be good. Yeah, and Minshew, man. The Minshew. Gardner, my boy Gardner Minshew. Gardner. I hope we don't see him throw a pass this year. What? Hey, but if that like we, if we're dominating people, mm. here, here's a question. I like I like to add my own Twitter questions. Mm. If we are thin at running back and everybody goes down, can the Minshew not step in and take some snaps at running back? Mm. Maybe Tim. He's got some man thighs, right? Have you seen those thighs? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If he, just like, low, if he gets low, like Maurice Jones Drew, exactly. drives through the pile. Exactly, and who knows what he's going to do if he catches the ball? He might throw it, might run. Who knows? Uh, 
Yeah, quarterback offense, I like that. That's some gimmicky crap right there. Exactly. I like it. Could work I like for it. I'm too. a gimmick guy, to be honest with you. <laughs> All right, well, do we, any other thoughts, questions? Uh, let's see here. What do you think uh, Yannick ends up getting paid money-wise? God, man. What did Demarcus Lawrence get? $90 million? I think or, it's going to be 100 Or over 100 You got over 100 right? Yeah, he's going to get, what, 20 to 30 guaranteed, and he's getting $100 million over four years, right? Isn't that kind of the norm? Yeah, I mean, it's, I would assume he's going to get four years, 110, right? Yeah. Let's see. Demarcus Lawrence got uh, five years, 105 million. Yeah. yeah. 48 million guaranteed. Oof. Oof. Wow. God, that's a lot. That guaranteed hurts. But, dude, he's worth it, man. He's earned it. If you earn it, I, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, he's going against the run and the pass, though. Yes. I mean, Gakwe, it's not really good against the run. But he, dude, he does whatever you ask him to do. He's a I team mean, player. He's, yeah. he's, I mean, he's that guy. Is Ngakwe like, is Demarcus Lawrence better? He has more I think he's than, better. No. He's not Clay as Campbell, no. but I mean, I there's think not many of those guys. Little, no. It's probably better against the run, but I think Yannick's a better pass rusher. I don't know. Ngakwe has a, a, a tendency to disappear. I love no, Ngakwe. dude, come on. He does. He's had eight, he averages eight sacks a season. He what, did he, what did he have last year? Seven. Nine and a half. Was that high? Yeah. Well, so what do you have the year for? 13 and a half. Yeah. So how does he average eight or the last two seasons? I said in his career, he averages oh. over eight. Okay. Dude, so. I mean, yeah, it, dude, he shows up. All right. So this is his market value. So there's a website, Spotrack, and it gives their uh, free agent projection. It's saying they think he could get a, a five million, 80, five year, 89 million. Uh, so that's a lot of money. I'd pay him that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it's worth it. Yeah. I'd kind of like to go back to that because we kind of like glanced over it, but just not with... Yannick, just in general, do you guys see a value in OTAs? There's value there, but I feel like it's decreasing in value each year. You think so? Because of all the injuries that are happening. I mean, we just Wait, saw Reuben Foster went down for the year with an ACL injury. Not a bad thing like, for that guy. But is what you're getting worth that? Well, I think you have to kind of segregate it between the guys that you know what you're getting out of them and the guys that you don't. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to know, like when they're young or like you know. And then you mix it in. Like I've really been into this because I'm all about the. I think it, if there's practice going on, you should be there regardless of who you are. That's my philosophy, just from like the get go. But I've kind of like tweaked that because, dude, if you're Jalen, you don't need to be there because you're that much better than everybody else. And I don't want Jalen getting hurt. And I get that, and I understand that. That's fine. But there's only so many Jalen's. Like if you're not a Jalen, I think you need to be there, like doing it. So that brings us to the question of, is it worth doing those, period, at the chance that somebody's going to get hurt? I mean, there's not a lot of contact. You know, you're wearing shorts, but you hear the ex-players talk about it, and they used to have to do, like, two-a-days, like, for that. And, like, they get in there, and they used to get mad at the rookies because they're going too hard and stuff like that. But if you're an undrafted rookie free agent or you're on the borderline rookie, dude, you have to go hard every time. You're trying to get a job. So if they yeah. don't have those OTAs, that's less chance for those guys to actually get a spot on a team. So, and a lot of, some of those guys turn out to be something. Yeah. So it's, it's really good. a catch 22, man. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes they're good for a little bit. Sometimes they're good for a while. So I mean, I think it's one of those enigmas. I mean, it would be gone if it was completely not worthless. Don't you agree? Yeah. I mean, there's definitely value there. It just seems like the, it just seems like the injuries are just more and more every year to where you're asking yourself, is well, this worth it? Uh, who got hurt last year? Nobody. I mean, on our team, we lost 
Hunter Henry towards ACL. Yeah. There's always a few players. That yeah, but I mean, like legitimate players. We lost Lee in the preseason game. Preseason, yeah. So, I mean, that wasn't even OTA. So, I mean, I, I think you kind of have to have it. But I think the players are going to push for it not to be there, like, quick. Like, the next players you mean. Film study and stuff like that, probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, these guys are all working out on their own. Like, oh, that's the thing. Like... They're not, I mean... You can't simulate hitting another human. But like they're not that, hitting though. right now. Like, sure. But even with workouts, Ruben though, got hurt, like, when non-contact. Yeah, I mean... Even working out on your own, there's only so many, like, individuals, no matter what you're doing, whatever your job is, that are capable of the self-like direction to push themselves as hard as they can possibly be pushed. And the rest of them are doing something less than that. You're in a group with a trainer, like, getting pushed. You're working out way harder than you are if you're doing it by yourself, for the most part, for most of those people. So I, I don't agree that these guys are doing it all on their own. Well, okay. I mean, it's good. I mean, every team wants it, and you hope the injuries don't happen, but they do. And they were talking about it on Pro Football Talk the other day, that it's like some team is going to get hit with injuries every year. And they even talked about the Jaguars being that team yeah. last year. Yeah, we got crushed last yeah, year. Yeah, so like this just it's kind of like a dice roll. Like every year there's a good team that just gets decimated with injuries, and it just sucked that, that was us last year. How much you can do about that, though, unfortunately. No, it's really not. Jason, I, I love the fact that you left this last sort of question off of the podcast. Um, uh, why is Jason wearing a Orlando Magic tank top? Hey, they made it to the playoffs. First oh, of all, it's not question. a tank top. It's an actual jersey. What's well, a jersey, which yeah. is a tank no, top. No, but... it's a little different. It's a jersey. How's it different? Secondly, my boys made the playoffs this year <laughs> and took a game from Toronto in game one. <laughs> is that a Penny Hardaway jersey? This is actually a J.J. Redick jersey. Clay. My boy J.J., who has been tearing it up in the league for a long time now. Do you still play him? Oh, yeah, he's still playing. Right. Yeah. He's a player, player, yeah, he's, a, he's getting a fat paycheck. Yeah. Player coach? <laughs> no, he's playing. All he's right. playing. But no, I mean, I'm hey, I'm a Magic fan. Those of you that listen to me, if you follow me on Twitter, you know I'm a Magic fan. Still the whole UCF Jaguar thing, the whole Orlando Gate or Orlando. Jaguar. Well, we love UCF Jaguar on here. Um, and if I could steal some of his subscribers, out, we would because yeah, bring them on. Yeah, So Buku. But yeah, so I mean, I think that's it. Is that yeah. it for y'all? I think we're good. Well, hey guys, thank you for listening. Um, episode yeah. sixty-eight. We just got a, a Duval from UCF Jaguar, by the way. Did we on the chat? Yeah. Cool. All right, UCF Duval. Jaguar Duval. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, we will catch you guys next week. We record every week, and uh, we love doing this. Make sure you follow us on our Twitter and other Jags Pod because that's like the best way to send your questions. You can send them on YouTube too, but Twitter, we're hundred percent will read them. If you want to answer for me, put it on YouTube. When is the uh, positional thing start? By okay, the so we're going to start doing... Uh, we usually start in June. So it's coming up, right? Because we're at the end of May. We, I would say next episode, maybe, right? Season. Yeah, we, it might be next episode. I think it honestly. might be. Okay, so we go position by position breakdown. Yes. So I'm um, thinking... I don't know what we're going to start with. QB. We got to start with Yeah, players. I think we'll start with quarterback. So we go position by position on who we have on our roster. We don't just talk about Foles. We talk about Minshew, Mago, Lee. We talk about all of them. And we talk about chances of them making the team, what they bring to the practice squad. I mean, we really dissect them. So we like to shoot the crap here when it's just us, but we really can get into the X's and O's when we want yeah. to. This segment, these segments, these like, what, maybe five, six segments, yeah. will be in-depth, not your average Jaguar fan, like, giving yeah. off. Like, prepare to be educated yeah, on football X's and O's. This will be, hey, if you want to know about 
what position group we have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you're going to really enjoy it. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, Make sure to follow us. Uh, Make sure on if you on iTunes, give us like a five star rating. Did you know that we're a five star podcast? We are a five star podcast. I mean, and we want to stay that way. No, I mean, look at us. Look at y'all. Five star man. I'm a five star man. So give us a five star rating. And um, thank you again for listening. And as always, go Jags. Go Jags. Jags.